place for breaking news. Get the late breaking stories right away. And where news breaks. The latest updates are on all this. This wow. is the 550 KTSA Morning News yeah. with Trey Ware. Good information. Now on FM 1071. Now, that was rain. <laughs> wow. Woo, baby. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'll take it, though. I, You know, we got covered. We got hammered at our house in the, in the rain department, and, and I noticed that uh, some folks out in Timberwood Park, places like that, they got uh, even hail uh, in those areas. Uh, if you got that, sorry, and I hope you don't have too much damage, but, man, we got rained on where I live, northeast side of San Antonio, and absolutely loved it, and we'll take it, and thank you, Lord. And we got more coming later on in the week right around Friday or so, and then again on Monday of next week with another cool front. Actually, cold front comes through, and next week's going to be a little chilly, so we'll talk more about that as we as we roll forward. Good morning, good morning, morning. It's uh, 506 Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. There's Elaine, there's Jimmy, there's Don. And uh, as always, you can text as well at 210-599-5555, although I, I'd rather talk with you. I prefer speaking. But anyway, that's okay. You can text or you can email Trey, T-R-E-Y, at KTSA.com. Um, okay, let me just get this one out of the way before we go into the latest on the uh, invasion of America that is continuing. No, Donald Trump doesn't have to debate you, Nikki Haley. No, Donald Trump does not have to debate you, Ron DeSantis. By the way, CNN's going to have a debate on the 10th. Okay, that's next Wednesday. Going to be at uh, like 7 o'clock our time, 8 o'clock our time, something like that. And there's only two that have, well, three qualified, Trump, Haley, and DeSantis. They're going to go to CNN and debate. Now, Trump's going to go over to Fox, and Brett Baer and Martha McCallum are going to have a town hall at the exact same moment that Donald Trump is having the town hall. They're going to be having the debate with DeSantis and Nikki Haley over on on CNN. Let's, uh, Jimmy, let's go ahead and run the DeSantis sound from last night, Laura Ingram's show, she asked Ron DeSantis, the governor, and I'll just tell you up front, I like him. I started talking about him three years ago as a choice for president. This is not his time to be president. This is his time to be in a Trump administration as the attorney general. And then 2028 is his time to be president. Okay, so with that being said, here's how Ron DeSantis reacted to the question concerning Donald Trump. Yes, I would debate because that's what you do. Uh, this is about the people. It's not about you. And look, he's got a situation where he gets um, a lot of air cover from cable networks, including this one. I get that. And so from a strategic perspective, but the question is, is that the right thing to do? No, the right thing to go is to stand and talk about your record. Uh, why shouldn't he have to answer questions? I mean, he's running on things like deporting illegals and building a wall, but he did that in 16 and didn't get it done. So I think he owes answers to those questions. Uh, um, he has not been willing to do that. Obviously, if you go by polling, it hasn't hurt. But I think now that we're in the new year, I think voters uh, do expect you to answer those questions. I think Iowans expect you to show up and debate. I think it's going to be the same when we go into New Hampshire. I've already committed to a couple of those. Okay, that's good, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Um, okay, no, he doesn't have to. Okay, and I support him in this. First of all, his um, his polling is off the charts. Okay, uh, and, and and that's missing every quote debate Uh, my trouble that i've always had is with the word debate (laughs) look the system is rigged and donald trump is he's figured it out 
and and he has decided he's not going to play in the rigged system. And you know what? Ain't nothing written down anywhere in the Constitution or the laws of this country that says he must participate in a debate. And it's not really a debate. The way the system works now is you're on stage, they ask you a question that is a rigged question coming from the activists in media, and media is all activists at this point. So their questions meant to catch you and screw you up, and particularly to catch Donald Trump and screw him up. And he knows that. But this is the way it's been forever. This is the way these activists in the media deal. This is the way they work. In fact, you know, our, our overnight guy with ABC is one of the biggest activists, and he, he, come, he tries to present himself as this news guy. I'm, I'm telling you the news. No, he's not. He's putting out a bunch of propaganda that they wrote to make it seem like, and I'm going to get to this a little bit later on when we talk about the illegal immigration and so on and so forth and what they're doing at ABC to flip the script on illegal immigration and blame the Republicans. And the Republicans, as stupid as they are, are walking right into it. But let me stay on Trump. The debate system in this country is completely rigged, okay? And I wouldn't participate. Trump doesn't need to participate. And Vivek is out. So you're going to have Ron DeSantis. Vivek is still running. He didn't qualify under CNN's rules. You're going to have Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley standing on a stage at CNN. (laughs) CNN hates conservatives. CNN hates Republicans. Do you not think they're going to rig everything against these folks to make them come off looking like buffoons? They certainly would if Donald Trump was up there, and you know it, and I know it, and they know it, and everybody knows it. That if Donald Trump was up there, CNN would have the whole thing rigged to make him look like a criminal, J6 criminal. He should be in jail. No, he don't need to go into that. In fact, none of them need to go into that. If we're going to have debates going forward in this country... I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The way to do it is to have it in a studio. No audience. No college, university. <laughs> yeah! Woo-woo! You know, cheering and all. No, none of that. This is the most important job in our government. And so you don't want cheering. It's not a sports franchise that we're talking about here. This is not Sunday afternoon with the Dallas Cowboys or Tuesday night with the Spurs. So we want this to be a serious moment where we can actually hear what they have to say. And so you do it in a studio audience, or you do it in a studio with no audience, and you have one person that is not connected to corporate media at all. No connection to corporate media at all, which means they're not one of these talking heads on the tube. They're not one of these people that works for CNN or MSNBC, or ABC, or any of those people. They're not. They're not in corporate media at all. Go out of corporate media and get some of the independents that have started their own media empires that are not for the very reason that they didn't want to be beholden to corporate media and carry the water for their bosses and what their bosses told them, a la Tucker Carlson. He's the freest he's ever been. 
because he doesn't get a phone call from central headquarters over at Fox. Have Tucker Carlson ask one-word questions of the candidates. Immigration, go, Trump. Border, go, Nikki Haley. And let them talk for a, you know, what, a specific amount of time and longer than, you have 15 seconds to ask this question. Hurry, go, go, go. No. I want to hear what he's got to say about the border. I want to hear what she's got to say about the border. And I don't want interruptions, and I don't want screaming, and I don't want any of that. And then you move on to the next one, economy and inflation. Go. <laughs> you know, And that's how you have a debate where we're actually going to hear what's in these people's minds. So, listen, as far as this debate next week, <laughs> I'm totally cool with Trump not being there. Uh, it's a rigged system. The entire system is rigged, and Donald Trump is proving right now that he does not have to play their game in their system. And Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, if you were smart, you wouldn't either. You wouldn't give CNN one second of your time. Go out and form your own debate thing. <laughs> you know, Get Trump people and Nikki Haley people and Ron DeSantis people together without the RNC. Remember, the girl who is running the RNC, who is she? Who is she? Rona McDaniel. She is the niece of Mitt Romney. Her birth name is Rona Romney. Is she going to help conservatives? Is she going to help Donald Trump? Is she going to help true Americans get elected and power? Of course not. So you don't want to have the RNC negotiating your debate stuff, where you're going to do it and how you're going to, and who's going to be, not the RNC. I would divorce myself from them right now. And I'd say, I'm on my own, and the three of us are going to put together our own debate, and we'll invite our own person to ask the questions, and any media that wants to cover it, y'all can come turn your cameras on. But you got to sit there with your mouth shut with your cameras turned on. That's what I would do. So Trump is right. Haley's wrong. DeSantis is wrong. Don't play in their system. Their system is rigged against you. <laughs> when it's rigged against Trump, as it is, it's rigged against you. The system is about putting up a couple of candidates that they approve of in the uniparty on the same team, one wearing blue, the other wearing red. But they're the same. That's what the system wants. That's what the system is about. And Trump says, I'm not playing in the system. I'm not going to do it. 210-599-5555. Well, uh, some lawmakers are coming to Texas today. And as a result, it's way past time to impeach Joe Biden. All of that and more coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. Listen up. We are raccoons, and we FM one oh seven. Jimmy, you're going to have to pull up uh, Rock Lobster B fifty twos and play that for Joe Biden. He's back from uh, the Virgin Islands, and they're not virgin anymore. But uh, but he's a rock lobster. He laid out in the sun. He just had skin cancer surgery a few months ago, and the, you, you should see him. I mean, he is bright, bright red. Well, it's five twenty one KTSA with Trey Ware. All right, let's talk about the border. Let's get you an update on what's going on with that. Did you hear about the guy with the machete that was at the Capitol the other day? Did you hear this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Capitol Police encountered a guy. Uh, his name is Jose Leonardo Marquez. He's 23. And uh, 
he uh, was having some strange behavior. So an officer at the Capitol approached him, spoke with him, noticed a brick in his pocket. A brick? Well, yeah. And he tossed to the side when the officer said, please get rid of that. You need to move that. And then he pulled out a knife. And he placed the knife right there on the edge of the Capitol concrete there at the building. And then, and then the officer saw a long handle poking out of his pants. It was a machete. Now, uh, Mr. Marquez was arrested, and he had illegally entered the United States in El Paso back in August 21st of 2022. And guess what? The Biden regime released him into the United States. He's from Venezuela, and they released him into the United States. And he shows up at the Capitol with a knife, a machete, and a brick. Now, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make a guess here. Of course, he's in the country illegally. They encountered him at the border, and they went ahead and did their whole catch and release thing, which is, I'm gonna get into this here in a couple of minutes. What they're doing with that. But um, I'm going to guess that if he's got a brick in his pocket, a knife in his belt band, and a machete in his pants, this boy's there to do something bad. I mean, he's not there to, you know, deliver food. He's there for something really, really – he's not there to cut the lawn or paint the White House. He is there to do something horrific to somebody, and thank God the Capitol Police were awake to it and hip to the trip on this cat. But here's the point of that. How many others – has this administration released onto the streets of America. This is a high crime. This is treason against the United States, performed by the President of the United States, his direction to the Department of Justice and the Department of Homeland Security was to open the border on the very first day he became President, right after being sworn in. And since that time, we have had millions upon millions, somewhere between 12 and 15 million, who have come into the country illegally. 785,000 officially just since October. Double that because that's the official number, right? And so uh, this president has committed treason against the United States by opening the border, by not defending the borders of our nation, which is what he is supposed to do. This is an invasion of criminals. This is an invasion of disease. We'll get into that in a minute. This is, a, this is an invasion of terrorists who now reside in our country. And the stupid Republicans are walking right into another Obama blame game trip. You know, uh, Obama, when he was the president in, in, in the public, now he's the president behind the scenes, but when he was the president of the public, he was wonderful, great at flipping the script on stuff that he would do and his administration would do, and they would blame the Republicans. And Boehner couldn't find his butt with both hands to try to fight back against any of that, nor could Paul Ryan or any others. Remember how helpless and hapless the Republicans were up against the, the flip-the-script blame game from Obama? Well, they're doing it again, and they're getting help from ABC overnights on our station as they are now saying that it's the Republicans' fault for not funding what's going on. The Republicans are not giving the money to Joe Biden. Joe Biden is requesting the money. 
In fact, this morning on our very station, ABC, the border is you know the, the top priority for Joe Biden. It's on his mind. He returned back from his holiday vacation with this on his mind. It was the top lead thing in his mind. Really? You know what's in his mind? You, you really do, Mr. ABC anchor? Because Joe doesn't. Maybe you should tell him what's in his mind, Mr. ABC anchor, because he doesn't know what's in his mind. It's not in his mind. And agents now at the border are telling me that they are letting everyone from everywhere in without proper vetting going on. They say that they are not searching vehicles because the Soros DAs, like the one here in Bear County, won't prosecute drug crimes, so there is no point in searching vehicles. The obvious answer is, is numerous prong. Number one, you do not fund any of the government until the border is secure. Republicans do not fund the government until the border is secure. That is the reason the Founding Fathers gave the power of the purse to the House of Representatives. So that when we had a rogue regime like this one is a rogue regime, you could shut it down by just saying we're not funding anything. We're not going to fund a thing in this government till you close that border, shut it down, secure that border. Then impeach those who are guilty. And that includes President Biden. That includes Alejandro Mayorkas. That includes Vice President Harris. And on down the line, impeach them for high crimes against the United States of America. Now, Eagle Pass is going to get a visit today from a bunch of lawmakers. And they say it's a massive number of lawmakers. I have no idea what that means. The speaker, Mike Johnson, is going to be there. Um, And here's the deal. Business owners from Eagle Pass are speaking out about how the awful things are and their business is way down and all that kind of stuff. Well, of course it is. But, look, these Republican leaders do not need to be down at the border right now. This is a, this is a photo op. What they need to be is in D.C. impeaching these people that I'm talking about and, and cutting off the funding, stopping the funding for anything else that happens in this country until that border is secure. That's where they need to be. Not down there. That's a photo op. That doesn't do any good. You need to be in D.C. doing your job. Does the Senate help with that impeachment process? Oh, well, the way it works. I know. What I'm saying is we're not going to get it. The Senate. Well, they're not not going to get removal. Yes. You're not going to get removal. So we just put a stain on their record by saying we're impeaching. Absolutely. And you go through all of them. You impeach every last one of them. A hundred percent. But, Jimmy, where we think we may not be able to get it, it depends on whether or not they're ready to make a change with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I need to continue this on the other side. There's more to say about all this, but i got to take a break here. So we'll do that, and we'll come right back and take your calls as well at 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. <laughs> this is for the president. He's a rock lobster. Look at him. If you're looking for a new day, 37 now at KTSA. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware here at 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. And uh, thanks for the text, Debbie. Debbie says, good morning and happy new year. I'm tired, but I'm up by five to listen to you and the callers discussing the real truth of San Antonio and America. Thank you for staying on us. Let's get voters registered and show up. Thank you, Debbie, and I hope you have a a blessed day today. Um, So just to... If you're just now waking up, I was talking about the border and these lawmakers, including the speaker, are going to be in Eagle Pass today and blah, blah, blah. And I just said they need to be in in D.C. doing several things. Number one, cutting off the funding for the government, shutting it down until the border is controlled. We're not going to fund anything. 
We're not going to spend another dime in this country until the border is controlled. That's the first thing. Second thing is impeach Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, and Kamala Harris to start. And, Jimmy, you brought up a really good point, and that is the uh, Senate is held by the Democrats and Chuck Schumer, so you're not going to get a removal. I get that. I understand that. There, there, there could be, it could get close enough, depending on some of them, where you might get close enough to get a, a removal or something close to it, depending on whether or not they're done with Joe Biden. But the point of that is that's what the Constitution calls for. When some, regardless of the outcome, regardless of whether or not the person is impeached and or removed, I don't think people... That, that, since they don't teach this stuff in school anymore, I don't think people understand the process. So here's how that works, right? You bring these charges of high crimes and misdemeanors, and this uh, treason is a high crime, obviously. We used to hang people for treason. We wouldn't do that anymore. But when you have somebody that has an, a, an actual impeachable def- uh, uh, offense and not one of these that's made up like a phone call to a foreign dignitary, right, but an actual impeachable offense – which Joe Biden has on his record, Alejandro Mayorkas and Kamala Harris have on their records, because they have opened the border and we are being invaded and invaded by terrorists. We're being invaded by criminals. We're also being invaded probably, and I bet you they know this at the deep state, by military members from China and other military. But regardless of the outcome, Jimmy, here's my answer. You do it anyway, because that's what the Constitution says you do. If you if you look at you know the common criminals on the streets, and you catch them red-handed, and you say, "Well, we're not going to get a conviction in the, in a court here, so we're just not going to do it because we're not going to get a conviction." That's no reason to not try that person, bring a case, get a you know a, a carry the case forward, and try to con- get a conviction in, the, in a court of law. The fact that you may lose and not get that conviction is no reason not to try it. The law calls for you to try that case, and that's exactly what this is. The law calls for, the Constitution calls for, regardless of outcome, the Constitution calls for someone to be impeached if they have committed high crimes and misdemeanors. This administration, with this president, vice president, and Department of Homeland Security, and I, you know, I, I, could, I could even make a case, which is way off topic here, for, for the head of the, uh, of the Pentagon, too, but that's another matter for another day. The president, the vice president, and the Department of Homeland Security secretary have all, in my view, committed treason. I can make that case on this, on this southern border and what's happening to our country, and they should be impeached. Whether or not they will be removed, that's a totally different deal. But at the very least, the Constitution says this is what you're supposed to do. So Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, if you happen to be listening because you're here in Texas somewhere, get back to D.C. and get on with the business of the people. And the business of the people is not taking pictures down in Eagle Pass. Now, the Biden administration is also suing Texas at every turn for Texas trying to defend itself from the invasion that's coming from all around the world. The Biden administration filed yesterday emergency application demanding the Supreme Court allow border agents to cut the razor wire that we have put up along Texas. Here's how this works, just so everybody understands. The first step that any of these illegals take into the United States, the first step, then they get to stay. 
That's how it works. So Greg Abbott, knowing that, installed razor wire. Alejandro Mayorkas, at the bidding of the Biden regime, told them, told the Border Patrol agents to cut the razor wire. The Border Patrol agents <clears throat> acquiesced under pressure and started to cut the razor wire. And I told you that last year, and I had I had I mentioned that I had seen the video, and I had this supposed agent call up and say, I'm a Border Patrol agent. That just ins I'm incensed that you would even imply that we're down there cutting razor wire where they are. And the Biden administration forced them to cut the razor wire, and a judge said you cannot cut the razor wire. Now, the other thing that Greg Abbott did, not only razor wire along the border on the land, but then he goes out and he clears that island that the cartels were using to get them in here, and he knocks down all the trees on the island so we can see clearly if anybody's on the island, and then he puts buoys in the water just to make sure nobody is going to step on American soil. Good move. Great move. But the Biden administration is fighting Texas and every one of our moves, like the new law that's out that says if you're in the in the in the state illegally, you're here illegally, and we're going to arrest you. And they're fighting on that too. So they're fighting the federal government, the Biden regime. They are fighting to keep the border open, and they're using the court system to do so. And while they are doing that, drugs are flowing in. We have uh, a resurgence now of all kinds of diseases coming back into the country. And we have cities across America who are falling apart. And San Antonio is one of them. And it comes out now, this morning, that the Biden administration is fast-tracking Chinese illegal immigrants now. According to J.J. Carroll, a retired CBP uh, deputy patrol agent in charge, says the final results is that dangerous Chinese illegal immigrants are being released into the United States. The government recognizes the threat of Chinese soldiers and spies that are pouring into America right now. But the Biden regime, obviously because he's owned by China, because the millions of dollars and millions of dollars that have been given to him and to his family through his son, they are processing and fast-tracking the release of Chinese illegal immigrants into the United States, making it more difficult for the Border Patrol agents to identify national security threats. And in cities like New York, the mayor up there, Eric Adams, is now saying that they are out of room literally. They are giving free hotel rooms to the illegal immigrants up there. And yesterday, Mayor Adams said, we're out of room literally. People are going to be eventually sleeping on the streets. Well, people are sleeping on the streets of New York. And that's why you're seeing the great exodus out of New York, such as Sean Hannity announcing on his show last night he was moved to Florida. And now in New York, get this, they are starting to cut services for citizens, U.S. citizens. They're starting to cut services because they are having to give those, or they're choosing to give those services, meaning health care and housing, to illegal immigrants. So in New York, they're cutting services to veterans and U.S. citizens to give it to illegal aliens. And Adam said New Yorkers can soon expect to see their quality of life downgraded tremendously because of budget cuts that are being imposed to pay for border crossers and illegal aliens. I tell you what they can do. They can take all the illegals, and instead of kicking veterans out of veteran housing and all that kind of stuff, put them in the mansions that the rich are leaving as they move to Florida. <laughs> Come to America. We'll give you health care, a phone, we'll give you money, and we'll give you a mansion as well. A mansion on the hillside in New York. 
Meanwhile, across the river, New Jersey mayor is vowing now to return illegal alien buses back to Texas. The mayor up there of Edison, New Jersey, Sam Josie, is saying, we don't want them here. So I've told our people, the minute any of those buses show up and drop these people off, then you're to get another bus and send them right back to Texas. Well, why don't you want them there, dude? We've got them here. By the hundreds of thousands and millions, we have them here. And so you don't want them up there? What's the problem? You don't want a machete-wielding Venezuelan criminal in New York? Well, buddy, we don't want them in Texas either. And that is the entire point. Let's go to the phones, 210-599-5555. And, Mike, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, yeah, okay. How you doing, brother? Man, hey, yeah, Trey, another day, another deal, you know, uh, with the border situation, man. Um, it, it's just it's totally out of control. You know, you know something, Trey? Um, after looking at this situation over the last couple of weeks with the Biden deal, here's you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I thought for a long time that Biden he, he is ignoring the border situation. But you know what? You 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 you, t- you said everything about him yesterday. His mental mind. I don't even think Joe Biden knows that we have a border on the United States. This guy here, if they need to, Joe Biden needs to be given a test to test to test his mental ability, and I guarantee you he won't pass it. But the Democrats won't make the won't make that loser take a test because they know he'll fail. Because, like you said before, it's a ghost president. Barack Barack insane Obama is really running the United States. He uh, Biden is just a puppet. You know, as Sean Hannity calls him, he's nothing but a, a what do you call him? A, a, a empty suit. That's what Joe Biden is at this point. Is a empty suit. And, and, and Joe Biden and Donald Trump is behind the curtain pulling the strings, and he's got the border wide open. Joe Biden at this point, like you just you played the video audio yesterday when he was on his vacation in Delaware. You can barely understand what this man is saying. It, it's an embarrassment. Just like I heard one somebody say the other day, Trey, his his wife and his family ought to be ashamed of themselves because what they're doing to Joe Biden is what you call illness abuse. They're forcing this man to be in the White House, even though he's not supposed to be there. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Trey. Thank you, Mike. Have a great trip today, man. I appreciate you calling in. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yes. Uh, first of all, Joe Biden's brain is mush at this point, and I'm, I hate to say that. I'm sorry to say that. I take no pride or happiness in saying that. In fact, quite the opposite in saying that. Uh, what that means is people that are not elected are running this country. Now, I happen to believe it's Barack Hussein Obama, and the reason I say that is because the people that have populated this White House and this administration, this regime, are Barack Obama's people. Now, Barack Obama himself is owned and and is 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 you know uh, having his strings pulled as well. Barack Obama is doing the bidding. Uh, of course, this is what he's always dreamed of, okay? This is the collapse of America, the destruction of America through all uh, read his read his words and you'll see that this is something he is he's been dreaming of and working on for a very long time, but it's not just coming from him. It's not like he's the guy behind the curtain pulling all the stuff. There's even people behind him that are pulling the strings to make all this stuff happen. And they're very rich and powerful people. And uh, and they're pulling Barack strings, and Barack is running this government through the people that have populated this government. And it's in every every sector of this government. It's not just at the White House. It's not just at Congress. It, it, it's in all these agencies and everywhere else. We're infected with these people that are hell-bent on the destruction of our country. And that's what they're working on right now. This is This is the moment that we are in right now. And why we have to be vigilant, we have to be awake, we have to be alert, and we have to be engaged and involved at every level 
beginning at school boards all the way up to the presidency. This is an extremely important year, and we cannot sit back and let these people continue doing what they're doing. So, yes, you will notice, Mike, that Jill Biden is with Joe everywhere now. Last night, as they walked into the White House, Joe was shuffling along, the very old man and very uh, not very able to walk even these days. Um, and so he's shuffling into the White House. Some reporters asked a question. He stopped and started to answer the question. Jill walked on for a second. Then she turned on her heels and ran back as quick as she could to get back to him to bring him on into the White House. This is what you're going to see. This is how they're going to try to deal with this guy up until the time he is no longer the candidate for president. And I'm still hanging in there that I don't believe he's going to be the candidate for president. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. In the ever-evolving world of technology... News with Trey Ware, appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, by the way, the pledge number here is, is the uh, voicemail here at the radio station, my voicemail here at the station, which is 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. And I would love to have you say the Pledge of Allegiance. Here's a, a text in here, just a thought. Do you think that Big Pharma also supports open borders? Think about it. Uh, they have the medication that people will need for all these diseases coming across the border. What do you think? Yes. I do think that Big Pharma is behind a lot of what we see that is actually working against uh, the United States, against the health of the people here in our country, and uh, against you know the, the what we're seeing with the borders and everything else that's going on. Yes, they're absolutely... Uh, at the root of a lot of what we see that is detrimental to our country and not for the health of people either. Uh, so are they trying to bring in some new customers? Absolutely they'd love to bring in some new customers, and they would love to have some cheaper labor, which when you have you know millions of new people here, you're going to have a dependent class in this country that you cannot support. It will be impossible. And they are giving them homes. They're giving them health care. They are giving them money, and they are giving them phones at your expense. You're paying for all of that. You need to remember that, and you need to let other people know that they're paying for all that as well. With 15 million new people here, and they're all dependent now on the Democrat Party and the government. That's why they're going to vote for the Democrats when they are, court normalized. Al, you're on KTSA with Traeger right ahead. Yeah, you're talking about impeaching Joe Biden yeah. and Camilla. Yeah. That would put the speaker of the house as president. That's right. You know they're not going to do that. Right, right. But that's, you know, again, and Al, thank you so much. It's always great to hear from you. Uh, I understand. Uh, but let's look beyond the what the end result is going to be. To me, that's no excuse to not do it. I do what the Constitution says, and that's what we need to do as a country. The Constitution says... When these people have committed high crimes and misdemeanors, you are to impeach them, regardless of the outcome, regardless of whether or not they're removed from office. And it's not a political hit job either. It was against Donald Trump when he was impeached twice. It was all politics. This is not. These people have actually committed crimes against the country. And they need to be impeached. And they really should be removed from office, but Al, you're right. With the Democrats running the Senate, it's going to be real hard to get them removed from office. 100% right. But that isn't the point. The point is not, well, you know what, we can't get them removed because the Democrats are in charge. No, that's a Paul Ryan answer. That's a, that, that's a John Boehner answer. No, 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 no. Uh -uh. Bar the doors. We're going to impeach you 
we're going to try you and we're going to convict you. And if the Senate decides they're not going to remove you, I, I can't help that. The Constitution is the Constitution. And when you violate the laws as president or anybody else in a public position like that, you're to be impeached. And that's what we need to be about. All right, coming right back. Claudine Gay is out. Got some other stuff to talk about. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs. The KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen to it. Now on FM 1071. Hit it, baby. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Boy, did we get some rain last night. Wasn't that great? Well, not if you got that, that hail out there in Timberwood Park, but sorry about that. I hope you didn't get too much damage. But everywhere else, we got some good rain around here, and I love that. And we got some more on the way, probably on Thursday night into Friday and uh, and most of the day on Friday. Looks like we're going to have a good shot at it. And then first part of next week, so a little bit of a wet pattern setting up around us, and that's a good thing. We'll take it. Um, good morning to you, 210-599-5555. You can call and or text as uh, somebody from Maine just did. Hey, Trey, native South Texan, listen to you from Brunswick, Maine. Keep hammering on the border issues. Locals up here don't seem hardly aware of how bad the situation truly is. Well, that's exactly right, and that's uh, that's the genius behind what Greg Abbott uh, did by uh, you know beginning the busing program, which has now turned into a flying program because it began to wake them up in places like Maine. And I appreciate you listening up in Maine. And uh, uh, get your Secretary of State right up there. <laughs> She's totally wrong on, on the Trump thing. I'm going to get into that here in a couple of seconds. Um, and I got some sound from the view I want to play from on, on that topic and uh, and Epstein sound and uh, and some other stuff I'll get to here in just a little while. But I want to go back to the illegal immigration uh, Ill illegal alien issue. Uh, they caught one. They caught an illegal alien at the uh, at the Capitol last week. He had a machete, a knife, and a brick. So he wasn't there, you know, delivering Christmas presents. He was there to do evil. And he's an illegal alien who came in from Venezuela. They encountered him last year down in El Paso, and the Biden regime turned him loose let him go into this country and that's why i say you got to impeach these people and by the way as far as being able to get them removed that 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 depends on the senate which is in the democrat hands and i get it i hear all the time if you do an impeachment you're not going to get a removal and that to me isn't the point to me, again, the Constitution calls for an impeachment of three principles involved here. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, let me turn this around on you real quick. Because the Constitution says high crimes, misdemeanors, they need to be impeached for. This is a high crime. This is an invasion of our country, and our country is at great risk right now. So all three of them need to be impeached. And so maybe the Senate will not remove them because Chuck Schumer and the Democrats are running the Senate. I think we're going to flip the Senate in November of this year. I really believe that. I believe that's going to happen. But Chuck Schumer and the Democrats are running it right now, so they probably will not vote to remove him. But it shouldn't stop us from doing the constitutional required, constitutionally required uh, uh, legal, legally binding act that we need to do, which is impeachment of these uh, government officials. Um, and I'll take that one step further. If the if the if everything was flipped, and we were talking about Democrats controlling the House, Republicans controlling the Senate, and a Republican president, let's just say Trump, 
and they knew they weren't going to get a removal in the Senate, do you think it would stop them from impeaching him? Of course not. It's not it wouldn't stop Democrats, nor should it stop Republicans from doing their constitutional duty, which is not a photo op down in Eagle Pass today, guys. We have a crisis. You need to be in D.C. cutting off the funding for this government until the border is secured. And do not fall prey to this Obama-led shifting of the blame. You Republicans, you're walking right into it again. You do it all the time. It's just... You're so predictable. <laughs> you just, I mean, seriously, you're so predictable. You're walking right into them blaming you with the help of ABC. I was listening to our station overnight, the ABC News, you know. The president wants to deal with the border, but the Republicans won't give him the $14 billion he needs to seal up the border. He doesn't need $14 billion. He needs 14 cents. Okay? All he's got to do is go back to the principles that were in place before he became president. This was organized. This was planned. And so the Biden regime now is fighting over the right for them to cut our razor wire at our border. The way it works is the minute anybody steps foot on American soil, then they are here. They're going to be here. And so... Our governor knows that, so he put razor wire down there. And the Biden regime started to tell the Border Patrol agents to cut that razor wire. Well, we sued, Texas sued the federal government and got a stay on that. Meanwhile, our governor cleared an island, and he put buoys out in the river to make sure nobody touched American soil. That's what the federal government, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be all upset. That's what the federal government should be doing. That's what they should be doing. That's their job. But Texas is having to do it, and so it. But now, get it, the federal government is taking the sides of the cartels, taking the sides of the coyotes, and suing Texas to cut the razor wire, take down the buoys, and get rid of our new law that says it's illegal to be in the country illegally. This is so asinine and so insane that our federal government is doing this. And now we're finding out that the uh, Biden, Biden regime is fast-tracking Chinese illegal immigrants into the country. We hear from the mayor of New York, we're full up here. We can't take any more people in, in New York. We hear that from New Jersey. We're going to turn those buses around and send them back down there. Meanwhile, over in Denver, they're going to spend 10% of their general fund budget on illegal aliens. It turns out to be $180 million in Denver that they are going to spend on housing and health care, paying rent for illegal aliens in Denver. <laughs> and that's 10% of their existing budget. So that's 10% they're going to take from the people of, of, uh, of, of Denver and spend on the illegal aliens. All around the globe, millions of people are moving, and they're moving to the United States. Why? Well, let's give you an example. As of this week, California is now offering Medi-Cal to 760,000 illegal aliens of all ages. Now, the health care system out in California is already broke. I mean, it's just, you know, they're $68 billion in debt. They don't have beds enough and mental health facilities, you know, enough for the people that are already there. They're kicking veterans back out on the streets. And it's not limited to California, by the way, because New York and Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Maine, Vermont, Illinois, Oregon, and Washington, all of them are offering all these freebies to illegals. Just get here and we'll give you all this stuff. 
all of them are blue states, all of them run by far left-wing Democrats, pushing to give them taxpayer-funded health coverage and all kinds of other gimmicks. Why? Because those are, that's what we call attractor factors. That'll get them to come here and get them to come here quickly. So hardworking Americans getting up every day, going to work like you, and yet they're taking your money, stealing it from you every two weeks out of your paycheck, and giving it to these folks who are coming here illegally. In fact, in Connecticut, they have a Democratic-controlled legislature, of course. They're offering baby bonds to illegal aliens. Do you know what a baby bond is? <laughs> That's a taxpayer-funded savings account. So if you get to Connecticut, you're an illegal alien, and you get to Connecticut, you get money, you get housing, you get a phone, you also get you know, food and whatever else you're going to need. You get health care, free health care. Do you... Let me just ask you a question. Do you get free health care? No. Do you get free health care? No. They do. They're breaking our laws and coming to the country, and they're getting free health care. And now, in Connecticut, they are giving them a taxpayer-funded savings account for every child. They're setting it up. They're putting taxpayer money in the baby bond savings account for Ill illegal alien children that are being brought into this country so that when they grow up, they'll be millionaires. Because if you start a savings account for them, when they're, you know, a month old, two months old, and every month you're dumping taxpayer money in a baby bond savings account, it's going to compound interest. We all learned compounding in school, right? And by the time they're 18 or 20 years old, they're going to be multimillionaires, thanks to the taxpayers of Connecticut and the United States. In June, in June, America and the Biden administration signed off on the United Nations-sponsored Rabbit Declaration. Now, that guarantees that all illegal aliens and other migrants receive free health care. Check it out. We signed on with Somalia, Chad, Algeria, and third world countries. Of course, they're going to sign on because all their people are going to come here and get free health care, right? Canada, the United Kingdom, Germany, Norway, Sweden, and other European countries did not sign on to it in fact they're doing directly the opposite they're trying to find a way to get all the illegals out of their countries because they've been doing this longer than we have and they've seen the destruction that the illegals are doing to their country and this administration this regime headed up by in name only joe biden but the, the strings are being pulled by Barack Obama and that infrastructure of big corporate interests and everything else is behind him. Uh, the Communist Party that is trying to destroy the country from within and so on and so forth. They continue to, uh, to, to pour this on. And that's why I say they're talking about, I don't, and I, don't, I have no idea how many are in this delegation uh, from Congress who are coming to Texas today to look at the border. You don't need to look at the border. Just turn on, you, I'll, I'll send you YouTube videos. <laughs> You don't need to look at the border. <laughs> Read some Breitbart. You know, go, talk to Bill Malugin. <laughs> yeah, talk to guys like that. You don't need to come down here. Stay in D.C. and do your stinking job, <laughs> which is cutting off funding for the entire country until the border is secured. You want to secure the border in 10 minutes? We're not giving you another dime for anything. No more. And don't let them flip the script. They're trying really, really hard now to blame the Republicans on this. And the Republicans are walking into it. You need to push back and say, uh-uh, we didn't do this, baby. Everything was secured until Joe Biden became president. That's when all hell broke loose at the border. So it's on Joe Biden. It's on the Democrats. This has been planned. They're doing it on purpose. And we're not going to fund anything else until they seal up that border. 
happy you know what we'll write the check at noon today to fund the government but we're not going to write another penny until they secure the border and by the way we're filing impeachment charges against those three principles that i mentioned earlier now now look i'm under no illusion that that's going to happen but that's no reason why you and i should sit it out and not even bring that up to our representatives that's what they need to be hearing from us. Back in just a minute, 210-599-5555. That's 210-599-5555. Wonderful people over at Amogee Bank to take care of all of your family banking needs, whatever those might be. And, you know, uh, all of us uh, families, of course, we have banking needs, whether it's certain accounts or cards or payment systems that you want to set up or maybe it's a refi on a mortgage or wh- whatever, whatever your dreams are. The folks over at Amogee Bank know how to take care of families like nobody else. One of the things that I've always loved about Amogee is you're not a number in a computer over at Amogee Bank. No, you're not. They have your best interests at heart. They think about what works best for you. They'll be uh, deep and considerate in thought about you and your family and how they can help you. Particularly if you're if you're starting or already in a family-run business and you need a banking partner, these guys are fantastic. They have more than 80 branch locations around. They're well-funded with more than $12 billion in assets, so they're ready to help you. They're ready to do what needs to be done for your family. Your family bank is Amogee Bank at AmogeeBank.com. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Well, clouds and sun today right around 59 for the high. Going to be clear and cool tonight. Right now it's 43 degrees, KTSA. Good morning. We do have slick streets, so... Hey, and FM 1071. All right, I scoured the planet. I found some sound for you this morning. I just want to kind of run through it. It's on a very, uh, you know, there's various topics here, everything from the debate to the Epstein thing and, and Trump on the ballot and so on and so forth. So let me just run through these, and uh, and then I'll comment as we run them. So next week there's going to be a Republican debate on CNN. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you talk about senseless. And it's only between two people, Nikki Haley and... Uh, and Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis was on with, um, uh, gosh, um, Laura Ingram last night on Fox News, and she said, look, why even debate? You guys are so far behind. I mean, if you if you were Donald Trump and you were that far ahead, would you debate? And here's what Ron DeSantis said. Yes, I would debate because that's what you do. Uh, this is about the people. It's not about you. And look, he's got a situation where he gets um, a lot of air cover from cable networks, including this one. I get that. And so from a strategic perspective, but the question is, is that the right thing to do? No, the right thing to go is to stand and talk about your record. Uh, why shouldn't he have to answer questions? I mean, he's running on things like deporting illegals and building a wall, but he did that in 16 and didn't get it done. So I think he owes answers to those questions. Uh, um, he has not been willing to do that. Obviously, if you go by polling, it hasn't hurt. But yeah. I think now that we're in the new year, I think voters uh, do expect you to answer those questions. Okay, that's good, I Jimmy. I, I, now, look, I'm, I'm a DeSantis fan. I, I came out for him over three years ago. I started to talk about Ron DeSantis being a great presidential choice. And I still think he's going to be a great presidential choice in 2028. I think he belongs as attorney general in a Trump administration to clean up the mess of Washington, D.C. So, but here's, beyond that, <laughs> Trump has proven that he does not have to participate in their system. And their system is rigged against conservatives like Donald Trump. And I'm talking about these debates on CNN and ABC and wherever else they do these, even Fox News now. The, the debate system is rigged against conservatives. The journalists that they bring in are activists. They are there with their gotcha questions to try to tank a conservative from running for president of the United States. 
So I've always said you don't even have a journalist. You have nobody connected with corporate media there to ask the questions. You have a person who is divorced from corporate media, such as a, uh, a Tucker Carlson, in a room with the candidates. No cheering crowds, just a room. And that individual who has no connection to corporate interests at all, media corporate interests, like a Tucker Carlson, asks one-word questions. Talk about the border, sir. Talk about the economy, ma'am. And that's, that's the way debates ought to be. All right. Next one is Jeffrey Epstein. They're coming out with that uh, Jeffrey Epstein list, right? They were supposed to come out with it yesterday. Well, lo and behold, it's been delayed until the 22nd of this month. It's not going to happen on the 22nd either, just so you'll know, okay? The rich and the powerful are on that list. They're not going to have their names come out. I want to know if Jimmy Kimmel's on that list after what Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel are going after each other. But, it, but anyway, uh, this independent journalist, found attorney Bradley Edwards. And attorney Bradley Edwards represented 70 of the people who were uh, going against Jeffrey Epstein. In other words, when Epstein was convicted down in Florida, you remember all that for this? Okay. And he made the plea deal. Well, there was an attorney that represented 70 victims, right? And the name Donald Trump came up because Donald Trump has a picture with Jeffrey Epstein. All right. So was Donald Trump going to the island? No, Donald Trump was not going to the island. That was Bill Clinton who was going to the island. Was Donald Trump answering your questions? Well, let's listen to what attorney Bradley Edwards, who represented years ago 70 of the people who were who were victims of Jeffrey Epstein. What did the attorney have to say? Nothing at all. I, the only thing that I can say about President Trump is that he is the only person who, in 2009, when I served a lot of subpoenas on a lot of people, or at least gave notice to some pretty uh, connected people that I was going, that I wanted to talk to them, he is the only person who picked up the phone and said, "Let's just talk. I'll give you as much time as you want. I'll tell you what you need to know," and was very helpful in the information that he gave, and gave no indication whatsoever that he was involved in anything untoward whatsoever but had good information that checked out and that helped us and that we didn't have to take it there you go so that's the attorney that represented 70 of the girls who were victims and he you know he was going to subpoena donald trump donald trump called him and said no let's talk i'll give you as much time as you want and i'll tell you whatever you want to know and the attorney said there was no reason to pursue Donald Trump because there was nothing there. Now, talking about Donald Trump, the Democrats know that they can't beat him with Joe Biden, you know, mano a mano, face to face, having debates on the campaign trail. They know that. That's why in 16 states they're trying to take him off the ballot. That's the only way they're going to be able to beat him. But again, it's not just about Donald Trump. It's about destroying our system in America. That's what they're attempting to do. This America will never be the same again if they're able to start removing presidential candidates. And I'm going to get into this in the next half hour uh, with John Hayward when he joins me. But let's listen to The View. And Sarah Haynes, she's a far leftist. They're all far leftists on The View. But she was making an excellent point. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. Listen to her. I would say here is that I actually agree with Governor Gavin Newsom and Dad. these are Democrats, leading Democrats, that say this would 
really cause a division that's almost insurmountable. And as someone that believes January so 6th honestly, was that bad, so wait one second. So what are you saying? Wait, just one second. I don't think, one, I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold this. I think they're going to overturn it, and it won't just be the originalists. I bet it's a 9-0 vote. I actually don't think they will hold this. So you but think, I think they, they should leave it to the voters or I, not? I think they should leave it to the voters, oh, but I, no. think the, I think the division this will wow. cause, because what will happen is that martyrdom will be one step more. We have a nation that doesn't believe in, yeah. in democracy, doesn't believe in the voting. Everyone that loses says it was rigged and failed. I think this will create a vision, a visual to people that don't that this was a rigged no, election. I, I do. I do. I think that the law will stand, and so people very, should follow the law. If that is if the law, listen, the Supreme Court. If you're not going to follow an amendment, then why don't we have Taylor Swift? I Okay, so uh, obviously Joy Behar kept interrupting her, didn't want her to say what she had to say. And when she said that she wanted the people to decide, Behar said, oh, no, 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 we don't want the people to decide. No, 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 we don't want the people to decide. No, not at all. So uh, Donald Trump, with them trying to remove him, now you've got, and she's right, Sarah Haynes is right. It will destroy our system of voting here in this country, and America will never, ever be the same again. And it will cause a division that could bring about another civil war in this country. And that's the last thing any of us wants. All right, quick break. Coming right back. John Hayward joins me next here on KTSA. Well, Herman & Sons is a wonderful life insurance company ready to take care of your family. They've been taking care of Texas families since 1861. And in any number of ways, they have all kinds of insurance products available to you term and whole life available for cover, coverage for families that's really affordable. Some of, the, some of the most affordable coverages for what you get that you're ever going to find anywhere is right here from Herman Sons. And a lot of people don't even think about Herman Sons when they're thinking about whether it's life insurance annuities or whatever. What makes them so different? Well, they're a nonprofit organization that benefits the community. They have grief camps for kids. They have dance programs for kids. They have a youth camp up in Comfort, Texas. You see, when you buy life insurance or whatever, annuities, from Herman uh, Sons, they take that money and they take care of kids in our community. Isn't that great? Isn't it wonderful to know that there's a company out there doing that? Herman Sons Life. I'd, I'd like for you to check into them. Find out more about their guaranteed returns on their annuities. Find out about their life insurance products, their Medicare, and how their annuities can help you secure a brighter future for your family. 210-527-9113 or hermansonslife.org. I get to talk to you about Dr. Mark William. Trey Ware here. Good morning. And as always, it's a, a new year. Well, you know, happy new year. And uh, I want to say happy new year to John Hayward from Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero Year One. We're back in 2024, John, and nothing has changed. The Democratic uh, destruction, uh, plan destruction of our country continues even in the new year. <laughs> Yes, we have a busy year ahead of us. It's not going to be a cruise. Uh, no, there's there's a ton that's going to be done, and um, I, I I don't know. I I can't even figure out yet how to predict how November is going to go. I mean, we're way ahead of the game. It's so, so early on, but that's where all of our attention is being focused now. We're looking at this year and what's going to happen. And uh, for 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 once, it's one of those times when I'm going. I'm I'm not real sure what's going to happen here, or if we're even going to survive as a republic. It's one of the hardest elections to predict I can remember ever because we don't have any idea what the shape of it is going to be. Even at this point, we're not 100% sure Joe Biden will be in it, you know, given his deteriorating mental capacity, his health, uh, Democrat worries about his poll numbers. We don't know who the Republican will be if it's Donald Trump. We don't know what kind of legal situation he's going to be in when he gets there. There's just so many variables, but one of them is about to be cleared up because we're two weeks or so out from the Iowa caucuses. 
So the first, uh, you know, first votes are going to be cast here. And if uh, Trump just crushes everybody in the first early caucuses, that's going to pretty much wrap up the primary. And if he doesn't, then it gets interesting. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, like the in the debate next week, he's going to be over on Fox. The, the other uh, two are going to be on Nick, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are going to be over on CNN doing a, a debate um, there. And, and so he, he still... With his numbers continuing to grow and everything that they are throwing at him uh, piles up his numbers, Ron DeSantis was asked by Laura Ingram last night, if that was you, would you debate? And he said, of course, I, w- I would still uh, debate. Uh, but this, again, that adds to the oddity that is this year's presidential contest. We've never seen anything like this either. Yeah, and I'm still not crazy about Trump skipping the debates. I've never been comfortable with that. I think voters deserve the, the debate, you know, and I think him skipping them in a way is insulting to Republican primary voters. They deserve to see all of their candidates mixing it up so they can get a feel for what they believe, what they're going to do, how they're going to perform on the campaign trail. And I particularly think Donald Trump needed to be in some debates because he didn't do terribly well in the presidential debates last time. That was one of the reasons his campaign stumbled, and he really had an opportunity here to prove that he's better at debating and I think the electorate deserved to see that. And we're not going to get that, obviously. He's going to skip all the primary debates. So we're going to have to go based on, on not doing that. And I don't think that's wise. I don't think it's fair to, to primary voters. And I don't think it's wise for the general election to have a candidate who never debated once during the primary. Let's talk about uh, an actual real threat, and I do mean threat, to the survival of the Republic of the United States. And that is the invasion at our southern border. These numbers obviously have never been this bad. 785,000 just since October alone, 302,000 in December, and those are the numbers of those that we encountered. There are also a ton. You could probably double that number because there's a ton that are not being encountered. Every agent now is devoted to processing these people. Nobody is doing any, you know, go get them and haul them out of the country, anything like that. In fact, agents are telling me, John, that they are now letting everyone from everywhere in without proper vetting. They say they're not even searching vehicles anymore. They don't have time for that. They've got a, uh, enough on their hands. Um, and we've got a delegation from uh, Congress that's coming down to Eagle Pass today to see what's going on. To me, that's a waste of time, money, and effort because we know what's going on. The Democrats, headed up by, I believe, Barack Obama behind the scenes and his people who are running this regime, Joe Biden can't run himself to the bathroom anymore. We know that. His He's got mush in the head, and I hate to say that, but uh, right now we're being run by others, and they are Obama loyalists. This has been something that he has talked about for a long time, the collapse of America, and here we are. And so uh, I believe the Republicans need to be in in, uh, D.C. shutting everything down until this border is is completely shut. This This is the largest threat. This is up there with any other threat this nation has ever faced. It really is. And if the individual states try to do something about it, the Biden administration comes in and smashes the borders down and throws the gates open. So, yeah, as you said, very obvious what's happening here. Nobody needs a congressional fact-finding junket to figure it out. It's completely clear. And, you know, the people on the left that are doing this to you, they think this is checkmate. They think this is the end of the American middle class. This is one of their final killing blows that's going to prevent you from ever being a political problem for them again for the rest of history. And they're not going to stop. I mean, nothing that you do 
would stop them, short of impeaching Biden and removing him from office, which you know not going to do over this. And you know, talk about insurrection, talk about dereliction of duty to things they're they're trying to get Trump off the ticket for. There's a much stronger case that Joe Biden should be removed from presidential tickets for his dereliction of duty, his failure to the United States. But you know, none of that's going to happen. They, the people that are doing this to you think that they can get away with it. They're pretty sure they will get away with it. And you just get to watch as the you know the hordes stampede in and the huge numbers of them move into states. And the only thing that even changed the conversation on this a little was these border governors shipping illegals to the blue states and watching those people scream and yell and, and wail and howl that they can't handle all these illegals and how are they supposed to deal with this and, and so on. But that didn't make any difference to policy. I mean, it was a political embarrassment for the left, to be sure. But th- did it change anything? You know, the, the stampede continues. The invasion continues apace. Probably 12 to 15 million since Biden has uh, has, has gone, come into power. They're giving them free health care in California. In Connecticut, they're giving their children bank accounts with taxpayer money in those bank accounts and throughout blue states they are taking care of these folks uh, in any number of ways with housing and cell phones and and so on but they're also bringing in criminals they caught the guy at the at the capitol last week with a machete a knife and a brick he was uh, an illegal from uh venezuela who got into the country and was allowed to come into the country by this regime by the way they let him into the country and they they turned him loose on the streets this is a repeatable story over and over again we're having women raped we're having people killed by illegal aliens who are coming in we're seeing uh tons of of diseases that we have eradicated from our country even tb and leprosy are roaring back now in america because people are coming from the third world countries and they're coming in here and yet you know, uh, this administration's answer is to send Blinken down to Mexico to promise more billions of dollars in aid for Mexico and that we're going to, quote, normalize these people. You know how uh, these focus groups go. The word amnesty is a bad word, so now they're changing that word to normalize them. They're going to give them amnesty so that they can vote for Democrats and the Democrats will be in power in perpetuity. That's the plan. Right. That's exactly what it is. That's all it ever was. And it was never anything else. And everybody that told you otherwise was lying to your face. And now they think this is it. They think they win forever. And look at the rhetoric that they're using on this, normalizing, like you say, they're changing the language here. They're not even disguising the fact that this is an effort to drain the treasury. They're robbing you to fund benefits for this tidal wave of illegals. That is going to increase the pressure for more taxes, more government spending, more government power. I mean, what else could you want if you're a totalitarian? If you're an American that believes in Republican democracy, you should be taken to the streets with a pitchfork to stop this. But if you're a totalitarian left-winger, this is your dream come true. <laughs> you never wanted anything more than you want what's happening right now. I want to get your thoughts real quick here before I let you go on the uh, removal of Trump. There are 16 states that are talking about it. Colorado did it, but but they're also uh, reversing that to a certain degree. Maine has done it now, and, and even Texas is one that's is considering removing him from the ballot, and on it goes. Um, To me, this is larger than Donald Trump. Again, this is an attack, I believe, on our system. If they are successful at this, John, the country and our system of voting and, and, uh, and running candidates in this country will never be the same again. Nope. I, I have always said I don't like hyperbolic talk of a civil war or a national divorce, but this will do it. You know, this the, I have to admit, even as much as I think that that uh, threat has been overrated for a long time or overhyped, this will actually destroy what we know of as the United States if they keep doing this. We're not going to be United States anymore, even if only a few of these wackadoo Democrats get away with it and they manage to blow Trump off the ballot in, you know, let's say three or four states. That's going to forever convince a huge chunk of the country that elections are now 
now completely illegitimate. And once people start thinking that, then they start thinking the government's illegitimate and everything just disintegrates. I mean, they are, they are touching a match to a stick of dynamite here by what they're doing. And there is no reason why Republicans shouldn't retaliate by, as I said, they have a stronger legal case than anything these lefties have come up with for removing Joe Biden from the ballot for dereliction of duty, and they absolutely should do it. Yeah, but here we said the Republicans are feckless. They always have been, uh, and they won't do anything about this. And we are watching the destruction of the system here in this country because of a man's words and and by the way his words did not cause a an insurrection in this country but that doesn't matter to to the american left and to the democrats what they want to do is completely control everything from here on out and if they're able to remove people their opponents from the from the ballot just by what that person said their free speech rights whatever that person said we can now take you off the ballot from here on out that's exactly how the game is going to be played and you're right the people of this country john they they already have lost faith in the system people tell me all the time on this show they don't vote anymore because they know it's not going to make a difference and and you know i've got a conservative audience and so you have that infect this country and that the system doesn't work just as you said the progression is the government is illegitimate and then you know what happens and that's one of the reasons they're doing this. When yeah. you get right down to it, right. that very reaction you described, they want you to moralize, they want you to think that voting doesn't matter anymore, they want you to think it's rigged, so why bother? That is all to the good for the left. They, to them, elections are a sham, it's a ritual they go through on a way to gain more and more power, and if they can convince you to give up and stay home, so much the better for them. So you're not scaring them when you say that you've lost faith in elections. They're not embarrassed or ashamed by that. They're rubbing their hands together and asking how they can get more of it. Absolutely right. Right. As always, John, thank you so much. Happy New Year, and we'll talk next week. Happy New Year to you, too. From Breitbart.com, that's John Hayward. Okay, let me take Chris's call quickly, and thank you for holding on, Chris. Your thoughts go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I've got two parts here real quick. Is First of all, I think we need to prepare that I don't think the Supreme Court will do this, but it's a possibility that they could turn uh, Trump removing the, uh, being removed off the ballot back to the states. I think that's a possibility. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. But second of all, I don't think it's really going to matter so much if they rem- if they succeed in removing him because the states that they're removing him from uh, are states that he wouldn't win anyways. The only way it would matter is if they somehow got rid of the Electoral College between now and November. So just wanted your thoughts on that. I appreciate that, Chris. And let me just address the last one quickly here, but and, and then i got a break. Uh, again, it's not about Trump. It's about destroying the system. So if they're, and, and again, you're right. I mean, it's not going to matter in places like Colorado and Maine and places like that because he's not, he probably will not win those states anyway. But that's not the point. It's not about him. It's about the system itself and going forward what that system is going to look like. And they're trying to destroy that system so they can control that system and decide who the candidates are going to be from here on out. And that's the last thing we need. The voters need to decide who the candidates are going to be. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com. Lifestyles Unlimited for more than 35 years, teaching people like you and me how to invest in real estate. What's going to happen with the stock market? I have no idea. It doesn't look like it's real to me, does it to you? Well, I can tell you what's real, and that's real estate. Real estate, investing in real estate, having something you actually own that you know that if you invest in real estate, what kind of returns await you. But you need to know what you're doing. 
And that's where our friends from Lifestyles Unlimited, through their website, financialfreedomlivestream.com, teaches you online but also in person how to invest in real estate, the ins and outs. Make sure you use my name when you log on over there because you get incredible discounts when you do. And they, they, you can go in person to one of their seminars or you can stay online and do it yourself right there at your house. I just want you to check them out online, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and the promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. If you need quality hardwood or luxury... 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. All right, let's go to the phones. Jonathan, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Hey, Trey, good morning. Hey, um, I just wanted to piggyback off what one of your previous callers said about uh, losing these other states that might kick Trump off the ballot. Yeah. I think it's important that we don't fall into that mindset because if... Uh, Trump supporters don't show up to the ballot, then we lose the opportunity to down ballot for other conservatives. That's true. And then, we, yeah. then we end up losing the entire system. And then the next thing you know, all these blue states that have little pockets of conservative leadership end up with just, you know, an entire state full of uh, left wing Democrats that just don't know what they're doing. And, yeah. you know, that's going to hurt us more than it's going to help us. So yeah. We need to stay out of that mindset. Yeah, that's a really good point. Jonathan, thank you very much. And to me, as I said to the other callers, and this is the way I'm looking at this, this is a bigger thing <clears throat> than Donald Trump. Keep in mind, the Democrats, the, the communists, the fascists that are all about it right now, they're they're way beyond Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a fly in their own, but they're way beyond him now, man. They, they are all about what can we do to control the system. Well, we open the border. We import millions of Democrat voters. And the reason I say they're going to be automatically Democrat voters is because, number one, they're coming in under Joe Biden. We've asked them questions down at the border, and they go, thank you, Joe Biden, for having me. You know, thank you for bringing me here. But the Democrats are the party of dependence, right? They create a class of dependence. That's why inflation, that's why they drove inflation up. They wanted to bankrupt a bunch of people, which they, they did. They wanted to get people on their credit cards. We're talking about middle-class Americans so that middle-class Americans would turn to the government for assistance, creating more dependence. And they're doing the same thing. And what they're going to do now is give them amnesty. Now you're hearing all the Democrat media sources start talking about, well, you need to take some executive action, Mr. President. And what that means is sign an executive order giving them all amnesty so they can vote in the upcoming election. So that's the first thing they do to control the system. The second thing they do to control the system is control who gets to run for president. This is beyond Donald Trump. And if they can do it now, using Donald Trump as the excuse to, to decide who actually gets to be on the ballot... Well, then from here on out, that's exactly how the game is going to be played. It's well beyond Donald Trump. So we must stop this and not buy off into, as you said, Jonathan, the mindset that says, well, we can, we can give up those states anyway. No, because we're taught about the integrity of the overall system. Where in Ryman next, KTSA. This is Dr. Mark Haverkorn of River City.